guys i went and got a large fountain mountain dew at the taco bell this morning that's where we're at anyway Welcome back to Escaping Reality. You got me on the lead mic two weeks in a row because I shirked my responsibilities for many of the past weeks. Here she is. She's back again. It's Aggie and I got my girl Anna. I got my girl Stacy. We're on the line. We're going to talk about Survivor Season 43, Episode 12, Telenovela. But before we do that, as always, a quick reminder, like, share, subscribe to the little pod. Give us a review, a rating. All of those things would be great. Help us build our little pod community. We have, again, seen more and more people just joining the little fam. So give us a little follow on Instagram. Continue to share the pod with your friends. We love making it. So we love hearing that you guys love listening. So we're just going to get started on season 43, episode 12, Telenovela. The first time it's been named after a woman in a few episodes. It's always Carla for the most part, but she got a little name for the episode today. And uh, let's start with our initial thoughts. Stacey, you're up first. Okay. I thought it was a good episode. This was probably, this might be the first one where it was like, really like, I have no idea who's going home. Like I know I was texting Anna, just kind of like, there's so many possible outcomes. And you know, sometimes you feel like the editing is like misleading you or trying to take you one way. So you try to like outsmart it, but you you just don't know. So I was on the edge of my seat. Definitely of all the tribal councils, you know, we knew like something was going to happen this tribal. So it was exciting. I think before the tribal council, like just earlier in the episode, it was good. I mean, so the first time I watched, I missed the whole like Carla fake crying thing. So then when I watched it again, I was like, I mean... This just, like there's so much better stuff in the episode that I don't really care about this whole like like the fact that it's called telenovela I didn't feel like this was that was actually the most important part of the episode personally so but the challenges were good I thought Owen was amazing in that challenge the immunity one I might talk about it more later but I have no real complaints and even Cody going home like yes I now don't get a hundred dollars <laughs> from Anna and Aggie but just the way it happened, like it was, it was great. So I enjoyed this episode. Anna. Yeah. I mean, I just rewatched the episode. Like Stacey said, we watched it live and it was, I think I'm going to use the word bewildering because there was so much going on. And I feel like in this season, I've, I've come to expect bad episodes. Like I'm, I'm always shocked. And I feel like I was shocked this week when it was so good the whole way through like and you can tell like if you saw a screenshot of our group text or I guess it was just me and Stacy this week but if you saw our back and forth we're always like wait a minute what is this really happening I can't believe this is going on like what is is it gonna work out is it gonna you know plummet again in terms of quality but I mean I'm happy I'm happy that it was such a good episode, but I'm always a little bit like caught off guard. I will say it has me so excited for the finale. Do I think the finale episode is going to be as good as this one? No, I don't. I think part of what made this episode so good is we got to see so much Cody because spoiler alert, he goes home. RIP. No $100 for Stacey. (laughs) You guys send us $100 to give to Stacey. Okay. It's a consolation prize. Maybe 10 even. I'll take 10. Hit us up for our Venmo in the DMs. But... I do think part of what made the episode so good, aside from like all of the action that took place, was we heard so much from Cody. And on a rewatch, knowing he's the one that goes home, all of his lines are absolute nail in the coffin lines. So it's great. Suffice it to say, I'm excited to see how this season concludes. It's been up and down. This last episode was fantastic. I feel like I'm solidified in what I think is going to happen now, which I think we'll get into um, a little bit later with our predictions for the finale. But 
yeah, overall, more of this, please. You don't need to slide into my DMs for my Venmo. It's Aggie-Cummings. You want to send me a little money? Go for it. I will. If you we get up to $50, it'll go to Stacy for condolences. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> the Venmo is open and ready for donations. Anyway, I agree. This episode was so exciting. I didn't get to watch live. And honestly heartbreaking i miss watching live with you guys i did have to cancel my youtube tv prescription because you know what it's too much money i said what i said at youtube if you're listening and want to sponsor the pod i'll gladly watch it on youtube tv but you gotta sponsor the pod so i haven't had a goosebumps episode in a while because of gameplay i would even venture to say since season 40 i haven't had a goosebumps episode for gameplay in three seasons we had goosebump moments for like the beautiful conversations about race the like reality conversations of like, what does it mean to be playing this game as a person of color, as like a minority in any way, shape or form? Like, I think some of those moments have given me goosebumps, but I haven't had a moment where I was like, (gasps) full body chills. The music was just right. Jeff had set it up so well. There were huge stakes. I just, I, I think I also was like still reeling when I realized like, oh my God, Jesse still has another, another idol that no one knows about. Like the repercussions of this, the way I anticipate us them showing us how he got Cody's idol back, even though it's kind of been spoiled on an Entertainment Weekly article, go read Cody's like exit interview with Dalton Ross. It's really good. It gives some context. We'll probably talk about it at some point during the episode, but I was like... <sighs> I like I was like oh my god I can't wait for next week do I agree with Anna that I think it'll probably be worse than this week yes mainly because there's a path in which Gabler wins I'm gonna temper my thoughts just a tad the internet is out here being like low-key Gabler's playing survivor Tyson is out here being like low-key Gabler might be good at this and I'm like high-key all of you were wrong I truly think people have blinders on because the general public enjoyed his little like veterans shout out moment for 45 minutes of one episode. And just because you're a, maybe a good person who does things outside of the game of Survivor for being nice doesn't mean you should get a million dollars. I think we all are a little blind to it. And by we, I mean the rest of the world. I'm not blind. The man's not playing Survivor. I said what I said. So if that is the end result, you'll catch me not on the pod next week. You'll catch me not watching season 44. I will. But you know what I mean? Anyway, it was a great episode. Let's actually talk through it. Okay, so we get back. And Stacey, you kind of brought this up a little bit. Basically, like, there's like a lot of sort of like, okay, well, I can't believe Sammy played shot in the dark. Carla apparently was going to vote Cassidy. But then when Sammy played a shot in the dark, she said, I'm just going to throw my vote on Sammy as well. And Owen was like, fuck, she didn't vote for Cass. Like we wanted to sow discord, but it seems like there's already discord there. But basically Carla lies to Cassidy and she's like, no, I never would have voted for you. Like, I can't believe you think that because was it Owen who told Cass that she did? Yes. So Owen is like, I'm going to break these two up. So he's like, Carla was going to put your name down and like gave her all this backstory Carla cries and like does this whole thing and says, go talk to Jesse to confirm it. Carla then goes to tell Jesse to confirm it. And then when Cassie comes to Jesse, he's like, well, she was going to vote for you. And honestly, I kind of love and respect it. I thought it was very funny. But most of this centered around Cassidy, which to me made me nervous for Cassidy. And then that was just not a concern. But it it really centered on the Carla and Cassidy of it all. Do you guys have any thoughts on that before we get into reward? And the rest of this. This is how I know a woman's not going to win. Like among many other reasons, 
it's the fact that we didn't really see the dissipation. Is that a word? Yeah. Sure. Like the breaking down of or yeah. breaking up of something. Like we yeah. didn't we didn't see the dissipation of Carla and Cassidy's relationship because they were so tight and they haven't been for a while. And everyone, I feel like every episode in the last handful has been like, we have to break up Cassidy and Carla. We have to break them up. But they're not tight anymore. Like they they're actively working with other people. Um, and I feel like we just didn't really see if there was like an inciting incident for that or if it just sort of happened post-merge when they got to work with other people and then that became new alliances but also on the beach when they're having their discussion and Carla fake cries I wish instead of lying and you know putting on the waterworks I wish she had led with like hey isn't it kind of fucked up that they're trying to pit the two final women against each other like we're the only two women left in the game not that women always have to work together but like I just wish one of them would have led with that because Cassidy brought it up earlier in the season and then it never came back we're down to two women can't you use that as your thing of like no I wouldn't turn against you like I'm not gonna vote for you I'm not gonna say your name because of this reason instead of being like well I'm just really upset that blah 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 and fake crying which Cassidy saw right through and everyone was like no Carla's lying I just where did that storyline go I wanted it it's not there and I'm not, you know, I think I'm being a little trying to trying to put a square peg into a round hole here with stuff that like didn't happen, but I wish it had. But I feel like there were the seeds for it. And I just think, you know, a woman's not winning because nobody brought up the fact that like, hey, we're trying to we're trying to get out the women, essentially, just not in so many words. And I thought that was rude. Yeah, it's frustrating, Anna, because I agree. I think this this interaction not only showed me that I don't think a woman's going to win, I just also why why did it come down to this version of their relationship? I don't know. And I think it could be because the men are there like trying to get them to be sort of like catty with each other. But I don't know. It just like, I don't know. It didn't jive with me very well. I didn't really like it. And it kind of upset me just like the outcome of it Stacey do you have any thoughts before we get into the reward challenge not really this this is like what I was saying in my initial thoughts this part just wasn't as important to me (laughs) as what happens like after the challenges so I think it was kind of funny that Carla thought she had like fooled her with her fake tears I guess and I feel like that didn't really work (laughs) so I've heard a lot of people saying this week just like Carla may have started like to me she's almost like a high situation or even like like Shannon maybe or Ricard like she just came on strong a little too soon I think and like the last few episodes just like she's not in the like she's not in the driver's seat to use the car analogy so yeah to me this was just kind of like Carla I just don't think it's happening for you this and I want her to win like I'm still team Carla but I'm just like I don't think this is like showing how good of a player you have been earlier on so that's what it was Stacey it felt like incongruous with the edit we've seen of her where she's like calm and in control I think it was like the dopiness with which they like edited her as this was happening because she actually let me let me give you like a little caveat Carla was pretty calm like in her confessionals like all that stuff but it just seemed a little bit like hokey almost the like fake tears. But I think it could have been the way it was edited, like to just seem kind of cheesy or something. And I was like, I don't like that. Like, and that again was kind of to me like, oh, my gut reaction to this is making me think she can't be the winner because that, why would they be giving her that edit? They was just, I felt like they would have just cut the whole plot point. They would have just cut that. The only thing I can think is one of them ends up on the jury. And so maybe that'll be like related to the question they ask or something like that. Cause it is like, I feel like that relationship part 
would potentially affect that final jury vote. Anyway, let's get into the reward challenge. Two teams of three. I actually love this challenge. It's a survivor classic and I absolutely love it. Um, but someone's in a ball and they have to roll them. I didn't love that we added to this to make them also blindfolded. I was like, I think it's hard enough without the blindfold. But one person's in the ball, like in basically like a medieval times torture device and they roll them around and then through some obstacles and then they get to a stopping point and you have to kind of get them upright, the person in the ball. And then the other two people get to a maze and they do the maze blindfolded get hearing directions from the person in the ball. So our two teams were the blue team, which was Owen, Carla, and Cody. And the red team was Cassie, Jesse, and Gabler. And the reward was an invitation to a sugar high and maybe shitting yourself via iced coffee and croissants and pastries, as Jeff described them. And you don't get an overnight at the sanctuary. You just get to sit there for a little while. Pretty exciting. The blue team ends up winning, which is Owen, Cody, and Carla. Before we talk about their little reward at the sanctuary... How did we feel about this challenge? Okay. I think earlier I said Owen did great in the immunity challenge. I meant this one. I feel like he was so calm considering you're being like rolled around. And you have to trust the people who are blindfolded. Like I just feel like he gave very clear directions. It was another one to me, kind of like the last gasp one last week where like, it just seemed like he was kind of like built for it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, he stood out to me more like in that more than anyone because it just seemed like he had almost done it before or something and I do think this challenge or one very similar is the one that Russell Swan did that one time when he like passed out and he like had to be like evacuated I think it was very similar so yeah, I mean were I, they in a ball for that one I was trying to remember they were I think they were because someone something was being pushed I don't know if they were in it or they were just pushing a big yeah I don't remember either yeah. I, could, but I had this same thought I was like is someone gonna pass out on the on the table like Russell yeah. Swan? <laughs> like it so it seems like it is I mean of course again he was also just like dehydrated and all this other stuff but like it's pretty hard and I don't love um blindfolded ones because I do not like being blindfolded like I would not I don't think I could do the blindfolded one so I just thought his team did really well so that, those are really my thoughts <laughs> I found myself being like am I attracted to Owen yes. I had here's the thing it's not something that had crossed my mind because I mostly had been like in love with Cody which is my vibe let's be very honest but I was like Owen taking charge Ugh, work anyway and I cut you off literally there was a shot of Owen when I was just re-watching that showed his hair and his hair looked so shiny and I was like okay Cody's gone Owen's the new hottie this is how life works but Stacy when you just mentioned like his calm demeanor I had a thought that I hadn't like put together yet with this season where like I think his thoughtfulness and his calmness is actually not allowing him to focus on what's outside of himself like, I feel like he's trying so hard to be, like, level-headed and be on the right side of the vote and be calm and not be overbearing that he's actually not playing, which we kind of know that he hasn't really been doing a ton, but I hadn't put those two things together. Like, I think he's just in his own head too much, focusing too much on himself. That being said, I'll get to this more when we talk about our predictions for next week's episode, but putting a pin in the division of these teams is the rest of the season in terms of like who's getting eliminated and who is not more to come on that you heard it here first anna has a theory putting a pin we'll come back okay so let's go to the post challenge strategy situation okay so let's do the sanctuary first owen this is where i was a little bit like okay owen's at least trying 
to get something on his resume or something going to make us believe that he could win. And so Owen is basically like, I'm going to sort of see where they're at. I'm just going to kind of listen and see what the vibe is. Carla is, she really leaned into this fake crying lying thing basically she's trying to convince them that she doesn't have an idol and cody i don't know if he's it's i feel like cody up until this episode really had the game in hand but this episode maybe it was the sugar maybe it was the caffeine but he was like oh my god she doesn't have anything and i really believe her and jesse's like as we'll see in a second jesse's like yeah she does but she's fake crying i just felt like why did it give villain but like it it was like a cheap shot at being a villain i don't know the way the edit of carla this week was very bizarre did anyone else get a villain vibe from this edit i did and i i don't know if it stemmed from i mean obviously she's on the downward turn of her arc her literal arc we get one or two people every season who have a full like rise and fall arc and this is carla's and we should have seen it coming because she peaked too early We should have known better. But I don't know if it was because she wasn't that good of a fake crier and a liar that they had to kind of spin it as almost like comically evil. Or if it is just part of the larger like Carla is going to get out. They're rooting against her. So we need to kind of turn the audience on that. So she's not a martyr, I guess, when she gets knocked out. But also the juxtaposition of... Carla's reasoning for doing things in this episode versus Jesse's. Later on, which we'll talk about, we have that confessional from Jesse basically actually getting emotional, being like, I will do anything in this game to get to the end. Like everyone's here saying they're here for the experience. I'm here for my family, for the money. I'll do what I need to do. It was played very straight. It was very emotional and genuine. And we didn't really get a reason from Carla. We just had Carla saying, I'm going to lie to them. I'm going to fake cry so that I'm safer. There was no motivation behind it and i think that was just a really stark contrast there's i don't really have a why beyond that other than like carla's not going to win and so we have to as an audience turn on her but i just thought the two of them comparing like nefarious things in the game but the reasons behind them was really interesting i agree i just yeah i i know we need to turn the audience against carla because again i agree i i just don't see her winning at this point and again i think the edit is part of that like the edit is telling me she's not going to win. Watch me eat all my words next week. Like everything I say about the edit, they're just going to be like, no, I'm just kidding. I was completely wrong. But yeah, I don't know. It just feels, I just didn't like it. I was like, why did you have to make her the villain? Couldn't she just go out quietly? Like, I don't know. Anyway. I was going to say, yeah, this might be, well, this might be discussed more when we get to like all of Jesse's stuff. But I think I just feel so like ambivalent, I guess, about this whole Cassie Carla thing. Because I'm just like, I just, you should all be just focused on Jesse and Cody at that point. So I'm just kind of like, this feels like a waste. (laughs) Like, I don't, I mean, in a sense, I guess the guys are doing a good job of like diverting your attention to each other. But I'm just like, I do not care about you and Cassie's like relationship, honestly, (laughs) because at this point you're very close to the end and no one has written Jesse's name down (laughs) and like, you should be focused on that. So I think that's why I just like, even because I rewatched it yesterday and I was like, I just don't like, I just don't care about this part. (laughs) Same Stacey, but I also think you're right. I am very intrigued. I know we're not at the predictions for next week. I'm very intrigued to see if Jesse's big power play, spoiler alert, at the end of this episode still has him not being the name. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I low-key wouldn't be surprised with how this game has gone so far 
that he doesn't need to play his idol next week. He, he, he should, probably, though. It's the last week. Like, he no, has no, no he reason. will. But I, I just, I honestly could see a version of this where he wouldn't have to and could hold it for final tribal. Do you know the way he's able to convince people of stuff without it being his idea? I just almost feel like none of them are going to actually do anything to get rid of him. And he'll be the biggest threat. I can't, I could see a world where that's the case. But again, we're not there yet. And I'm talking too much and we're never going to finish this episode. So anyway, at camp, Jesse's listening. The biggest thing here is that Cassidy is so hot after like losing for another challenge. She's hot about Carla. So she's like, oh, so you know, Carla has an idol. And Gabler somehow got her to say that. See, this is the thing. Okay, here's the thing. People are attributing information that Gabler finds out to him playing the game. But I truly think I could point to all of it being an accident. Do you know what I mean? Like people are like, well, Gabler knew this or Gabler had this idea. And I'm like, did he or did he just stumble into it? I would argue it's the latter. But now Jesse's like, that's a nugget of information that I'm going to keep in my noggin. And then that's really all that was interesting about that. And then what gets exciting is Cody comes back and Cody's like, I don't think she has an idol, man. Like, I think this is the moment to get her. And Jesse's like, Cassie straight up told me that Carla has an idol. So there goes that. And so Cody's so mad. He's like, he is big mad. He is big mad. And he was like, can't believe she lied to me. Can't believe she would do that. I think the sugar high was really coursing through him at that point. And he was like, I can't believe she would lie. Can't believe she did that to me. And Jesse was like, it's fine. And the end result is we want to split the votes on Cassidy and Carla regardless. So one of them can't win immunity, right? That's where we're at. Moving on to the immunity challenge. I love challenges like this. I love when they have so many things to do and it's individual in in like an immunity challenge. And it's just like, go do the things. So you have to race through some obstacles to get some number tiles. Then you have to use those to make a combination to get out your key. Then you have to like put it on your wrist and go through a net crawl and like do all this other stuff. And then you unlock some puzzle pieces and it's a hanging bat. Normally it's a hanging fish. This year it was a bat. Not sure if that was significant, but it was a bat. And um, it's actually quite close. And Cody, Carla, and Cassie are the like ones to beat in the end when it came down to the puzzle. We got to talk about Carla's health issues just like separately. I'm very concerned about her. So Carla has like literally canned cramps. Like it's really bad. So she can't basically takes herself out of the running. Cody knows he needs to win. But our girl Cassidy comes up with the immunity. She was very calm, like doing her puzzle, just like I'm going to get this bat. She thought she had it once. And it's going to sound bad, but I was like, how did she think she had it? It looked so ridiculous. I was like, that is not how bat swings are. <laughs> one of it, one of it looked like this and the other one was normal. And I was like, Cassie, that's not it. She's like, check. And Jeff is like, that is not right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but I was like, but we knew it wasn't right. Like Cass, I don't know why you called check. Anyway, let's talk immunity challenge because I thought it was a good one. And also what's going on with Carla? Yeah, it was a very good one. And I I mean, I love any ones that are like super close at the end too. But yeah, I just, it was just the way Carla's health thing just like played out. Because at first she was, she was like, Jeff, you know, it's just crazy. Sometimes you just like your hands are kind of shaking and it just like, at first she was just like explaining it, but I don't think I realized like it's happened. Like it's intensifying. Like she's about to have to like stop. Um, and even Jeff was just like, it's just, this is intense. Like her hands just aren't working anymore. Like, I don't know, but then you just see it continuing. And I was like, oh gosh, this is 
Like she, I feel like she might need some electrolytes or something, which side note, I read the rest of the, um, whatever entertainment weekly thing, um, Cody's interview. And he revealed that they get electrolytes once a day. They get like a little pack thing. Of, like, well, I don't wait, know now good. that you're saying that Stacey, <laughs> didn't he say he stole everyone's? Yeah. Well, he said there was one challenge day where he stole everyone's. And wait, then no, I like, thought it was this challenge. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why Carla had fucked up hands. Maybe it was. In that case, he literally caused her to... <laughs> to plumb because it. he said he was like so dehydrated after the coffee and the sugar he uh, stole everyone's electrolyte uh, packets uh, yeah wait, but first and off, now I, carla can't use her hands but also do you think they've always gotten electrolytes or is it because this these new seasons they get zero food at all <laughs> so i feel like, like it might it might have to do with that like you can't just <laughs> give them no nutrients and then no food like how did I, he steal them if they know they're supposed to get them what did they think happened yes i was confused when i read it guys we gotta we gotta ask cody some questions okay this also is like it's high only. time we get a behind the scenes like producer yes we need a producer on the pod i need to hear idaho turn to why talking to me i need to know everything about him <laughs> anyway his continue. accent this episode was all over the map I know. I like, Where oh my gosh happening anyway but all that track. to say yeah i just i feel like she was like just cramping up and like needed you know some some coconut water. that's the other thing though did they not get coconut water because i love coconut water and it's a lot of electrolytes <laughs> so i don't know i think they get it if they open the coconut they can open it <laughs> what i mean they get coconut water but they have to do the work to have it on their this is own when you need like jonathan who can just like slice up a coconut <laughs> like one one uh cut but anyway back to the challenge so i mean yes i think cassidy did very well and i mean part of me is like cassidy has a good chance to get to the final three at least if she just wins one more immunity like well no she would have to win two more right because it's first you get to final four and then you either do like you either get there through fire making or win but either way like she did very very well i was very impressed i thought it was a good challenge i thought it was a good one i i can't remember what like how close jesse was but jeff did point out like jesse has yet to win any of these and i'm like yeah where is he (laughs) like he's not doing that well wait i (laughs) low-key have a theory because he was like right in it in this i low-key think he could win and he's like kind of just playing them under the radar. I don't think he's like the strongest ever, but like this one, I was like, he's always hustling. He's always like in it. And then he just kind of like doesn't win. Like he yeah. had a significant time advantage. And if you notice in the puzzle, he was the only one that had the bat feet hanging in the right direction for like the first five minutes of the puzzle. So I'm like, again, I think he could win. I just think he maybe is like, I don't need to. No. I, I have like this weird, like sneaking suspicion that like if push came to shove, Jesse could win an immunity challenge. No. He could. I don't I disagree also, with that. I also low-key am hoping that our final immunity, I kind of want it to be like an old school one where you just have to like keep your hand on something because Jesse will win that. Like nothing's coming between him and his million dollars. Get that money, baby. I wanted to do the, the ball thing, the rolling balls down the thing. That's Ooh. what I want. <laughs> I love that one too. I honestly want it to be the one that Michelle had where she did the whole log thing and then she made that weird oh, tower. Yes. I love that one too. Sorry, I fully interrupted you, Stacey. Pause. Oh no, I'm done. I think okay. were you about to say something, Anna? Yeah, just I want to see if, if Jesse's going to win, I always like for the person to win 
to have at, le- at least won one challenge, whether it's a reward or an immunity. Like, show me that you're at least a little bit physically capable, which I, I agree with you. I think that he could be holding back. And then I was just going to also say with Carla's hands, which looked so painful. Ow. If you've, ever, if you've ever had a cramp at all that just like, I used to get them in my calves all the time. And like, you you literally cannot unclench. And you could see like when they would show her hands, they were just kind of like folded in an owie kind of way. So I felt terrible, but also back to the juxtaposition of the edit, that literal failing and faltering of her body where she was like, didn't stop, but you could see that she really couldn't, really couldn't push through, reminded me of the edit that we had just had of her like fake crying and getting caught in a lie, but like she doesn't know she's caught in the lie yet. Like it was just, it was a very symbiotic picture of Carla in the game, picture of Carla in the challenge. I just, I think they went, no pun intended hand in hand very well. I liked that, Anna. Yeah, so after all of that, Cody within seconds loses to Cassidy. And I feel like on top of his, what seems like regret about how him and Jesse sort of came to the end. I also just thought it was funny. I was just like, you were seconds away and you went home this episode. So like, it kind of sucks. But anyway, so Cassidy pulls out the immunity win, which Stacey, your point, I think we have on our hands someone who could just muscle their way to the end of this purely by winning immunity challenges. She's very strong. She's very calm. And I think she has a good chance at winning immunity just to get to the final, which it's a decent argument. I don't know how great she's going to be at the like other aspects of the final tribal, but it's a good way to get there, right? Okay. So a lot happens post the immunity challenge. I don't want to be the only voice here because it's just like a lot. I want to just say it basically comes down to a battle of two plans. And those two plans, ironically, are the tightest two kind of working against each other. And it it was kind of cool to watch it develop. And I think I think the biggest thing we see is that Jesse is one of the only people who can dive, sorry, can divest himself from what's happening in the game versus what he like needs to do for his family. We've talked about this multiple times across the season about how at the end of the day, Jesse is loyal. He does the things, but he goes, he's one of few players this season, I feel like, or just in general, honestly, who goes, you know what? It's not about me. Like it's, it's not about this person. Like we can find our way to friendship later. Like I came here to get money for my family. And so, okay. Cody's plan guys, feel free to jump in with this. If I like mess it up, he's going to pretend work with Carla and then they're just going to tell everybody hey we're using our idols and then not use them and have someone else go home and still have their idols right so they're like faking everybody out but in reality what Cody's going to do is he's going to double cross Carla and actually vote for Carla and everybody else who they're like having vote Gabler or Owen all of them are actually going to vote Carla and Carla's going to have said she's going to play her immunity idol, but then she just goes home with it. Cool. Is that right? That's Cody's plan. How do we feel about Cody's plan? Let's just, let's, let's start with our main man, Cody. I'll be quick. I mean, the theme, the theme for Cody this episode is just overconfidence. It's not entirely his fault that he got outsmarted in this conclusion, in the conclusion of this episode, because he was up against other like very well thought out plans but on a second watch through when you know how this ends for him and you listen to all the things he says in his confessional they read completely different than they do the first time around where you still think hey maybe he can pull this off Uh, because with the context that it doesn't work out and actually his closest ally turns on him things that he says are just I think I said in my initial thoughts like they're nailing the coffin lines 
Like they are famous last words. If I ever heard them, like it's just a little um, unbelievable that you could have watched the first time and been like, there's a chance he might not go home because as soon as you know, you're like, oh yeah, he literally, he's, he says, this is going to be the biggest blind side of the season and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, it, it is, you, you're right. You're just right, sir. So I unfortunately enjoyed a rewatch of this, knowing what was going to happen to him. And then like hearing all his lines in that context, because they were, oof, it was a lot. He was, he had quite the level of confidence. Yeah, I think, again, they say the same things, right? In this episode, you see Jesse and Cody basically have a similar level of confidence, but there was something about the way it was edited that was like, Cody's the one who's going home. Jesse's the one who's actually going to be successful. And I think it's the confessionals that made that shift, right? Because they both are like clear and calm about their plan. And then it's the way they talk about their plan with like a little bit of the music that you're like, oh no, Cody, it's not going to work. There's something Jesse says later um, when talking about his decision to flip it on Cody, when he's like, we have the same conversations, but like Cody's the louder one. And I feel like in this sequence, we really get a sense of how loud Cody is and to his detriment. I'm so glad you brought that comment up, Anna, because I am not, I'm not trying to sound like a Jesse Stan every episode, but I just think he really gets this game. He was like, We've been in lockstep this whole time, me and Cody. Like, it has always been me and Cody. We've made most of our moves together. All of them have come from a strong conversation between the two of us to decide what is best for the two of us. But he's right. In Final Tribal, Cody is the louder, more likable person. And all of Jesse's moves would have potentially been seen as Cody's. From an audience perspective, I think that's true. I actually think Jesse could probably have a very good conversation with the jury about why he should win. I actually think if he gets to final tribal, he's going to be very good at talking to everybody. I am not worried about that for him, to be perfectly honest. So I think Cody's plan was smart. To Like, the, I think the original plan was pretty smart. I just think, and this will kind of go into like the stuff that happens later, but I don't know why he, Jesse still had his idol even then. Like, I just think telling even your closest ally Telling them this plan, which you're, you're like, you're potentially going to use your idol, probably not, but still telling him a plan that involves your idol when he is holding it just feels weird to me. Like I just, something about that just did not sit right. And I mean, not then we see what, and then he got it back and gave it back. So that's a whole other thing, but I don't know. And then there was the part where they're talking and he's like, I think Jesse was like, oh yeah, that's really smart. And he was like, I learned from the best from you, like complimenting him. And I'm like, so you know, he's the best, but you let him hold your idol this whole time. Like, it's just, I, I mean, it just shows he really did trust, like, and he says in his um, exit interview, like he really did trust that they were going to the end together. Like he had no, I don't think it ever crossed his mind that Jesse could use that idol against him or steal it or, or not steal it, but like keep it. But that just shocks me. And I will say this just proves that they do not know about Jesse's past. I think we were kind of wondering, like, has he told them anything? I think if you know about Jesse's past, there's no way you trust him to this degree. Just like as someone you met three weeks ago who tells you like, I used to be in a gang and I like went to juvenile detention and I got out and now I have a PhD. Like, you wouldn't trust, you wouldn't think he's there to be your best friend. <laughs> like you wouldn't know that he's only there for his family, you know? So that's, those are my thoughts. 
is just like, Cody, you trusted him so much. It's tough for me because I think I've been trying to think about the idol question. Like, why the fuck did Cody leave his idol with him for so long? I think one, I do agree. I think he really, really thought like, I'm just going to go to the end with Jesse. Like we are in lockstep. We get each other. And it is just, he just is my person. I think it speaks to also like, I'm going to be honest, it speaks a little bit to white privilege of like, I just assume that people around me are going to kind of do the thing that I think is going to happen to be perfectly honest. And not in like a, you know, like bad way, but just like, I think it speaks to his life experience, right? Like, why would he not trust someone? I don't know much about Cody's like life, but just in general, I think that speaks a little bit to like what white privilege is. But I think the idol thing I keep coming back to because a, very rarely do we see this happen where someone holds on to their idol and they don't immediately try and get it back. And I think it's because also like Jesse never, ever made it seem like something could go wrong or that he was doing anything other than just holding on to it for him. And so I think for that reason, like, I feel like when someone else has your idol, a lot of times, either the person who's holding it or you, like, there's a lot of back and forth about it. And Cody just like never talked about it. He was just kind of like, it's with Jesse. Jesse never brought it up. I think that also worked for him. Like Jesse was never like talking about it to anyone else. Like, I don't know. There was just something genuinely like the general vibe was like, oh, Jesse will give it back to me if and when I need it. But for right now, they're better together. They're hidden together. Great. I don't know. It was very, very interesting. Can I ask one question about it really quickly? Yeah, of because course. I'm still confused on the rules of like, if it was Cody's idol that Jesse was holding, why was Jesse allowed to play it? And I think there's a chance because in the past we've seen when someone has someone's idol, they want to get it back because they're afraid that the person who is holding it is going to blindside them and vote them out. Not that the person who's holding it is going to play it necessarily. I feel like the fear is more like, this person has my idol and they're going to use the fact that I don't have it to get me out. Cody didn't have that fear. He, he he didn't anticipate the fact that, okay, Jesse's holding my idol so that he can get me out. Obviously that happened. Does that come from some kind of disconnect of like the person holding my idol can't play it because it's mine? Because that's where my mind was at. Why is Jesse allowed to play it? It does not belong to him. He's holding it for Cody. Because we've seen that with advantages in the past where someone has been like, I'm playing this. And Jeff's like, that's not yours. So isn't this what, and Stacey, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this what you talked about when Dwight like went home with Janine's idol? Whoever's in Uh, possession of an idol at tribal council, it is theirs too. Oh, yeah. Like that, right? Yeah, because like the way Janine was kind of trying to get it back from him at the last second. Jeff said in an interview later, but that was like, because he had read the votes, it was like, it's already out of play. Like it was in the possession of the person who got voted, whose name was read. Like once his name was read one time, but I did think that like, I mean, I'm trying to think of any other time though, because they do usually give it back. But I actually thought, yeah, like if it's in your pocket, you technically like, and you didn't steal it. Like you can't go in someone's bag and take it. But if they like consciously handed it to you, it's because, oh, what about, um, what happened with like Xander and Tiff, uh, Tiffany or something where like Tiffany was holding on to someone's idol and they were like, oh, you should play it. You should play it. And she was like, but she said, she was like, well, it's technically Xander's. Like, I'm not going to play it unless he tells me to. But I think she had the power to, she just like, didn't feel good about doing that. 
that makes sense. Mm. So I think like it's tech, whoever's pocket it's in, if you like gave it to them, even if you say holding, it's like technically theirs, I think. So I don't know though. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. But that was the, that was where my confusion stemmed from whose idol did he play? Like, was it Cody's or was it just his? And then obviously it was widely figured out that it was Cody's. But I was like, no, he must have just played the other one that he had and then he'll still have Cody's. But like, I don't know. It was, it got confusing to me. Well, yeah, because, okay. So Anna, if that is the case, if he played his, then wouldn't Cody's become his by default? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I thought was what happened, but it's not. Uh, And that's why I thought Cody was mad because he was like, what? You had an idol this whole time and you didn't tell me. But it's like I said, I got very confused, but yeah i was confused in the first watch i was like because i didn't know which idol he used at first yeah let's get into jesse's plan that was all cody's plan okay perfect let's talk about jesse's plan (laughs) he's gonna go along with cody's plan and it's kind of similar to cody's plan but he's gonna use because he knows that cody is not actually gonna play his idol and he has cody's idol he's gonna play his idol to save owen And then Carla will like feel obligated to play hers. And then the votes will all be on Cody and it'll it'll be a blind side. But the idea is that he can't stay in lockstep with Cody anymore because Cody will just take credit for all of this. The one sort of problem with this is Jesse sets all this emotion with Owen and with Gabler and kind of like gets this plan rolling. And then Cody's like, I need my idol to show Carla to like prove to her that I actually have one. What seems like minutes before tribal council? What seems like minutes before tribal council? And then we leave for tribal council, not knowing if Jesse got it back. Jesse very calmly goes to Owen. I'll get it back. No worries. And I'm like, how are you not stressed? Also, how is Jesse not the vote? How is Jesse just not the immediate choice for the... Anyway, that's like a completely separate issue. Jesse's plan. Let's talk about it. How did we feel? He's just a genius. And he just like, like, I would say he's like ruthless, but then we do see like, he's struggling with it. He feels very bad about it, but he's also like, I am not here just to have fun. Like I came here with a goal in mind for my family. So it's like, you can't, it's not, I, and I guess there's been a lot of conversation about like, is he a villain or whatever? It's hard for me to view him as a villain. Cause I'm like, he's just being smart. Honestly, he's just literally being really creative and smart and like thinking three steps ahead people of people. But yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, what I like, I'm trying to think back to watching it live and texting Anna and I was just like, is he really about to do this? <laughs> like this is wild, but it was very smart. It was smart. Uh, then yeah. When Cody wanted the idol back though, I was like, I don't know how he can pull this off now (laughs) so but yeah I was impressed I thought it was a great plan yeah I mean to to continue on what I was just saying about the confusion I do think that the showing of the scene of like Cody taking his idol to go show Carla but then we don't see him give it back while it did create tension it also created a lot of confusion (laughs) for me like I almost wish we would have seen him give it back and then the tension be like well is Jesse still gonna do his plan or like it was a little too much I don't understand the rules for me personally to be happy with like what we saw and what we didn't see but I digress yeah Stacey Jesse is so sympathetic I remember texting you being like oh my gosh is is he gonna like are they gonna pull one over and then as soon as he had this little like confessional we were like okay yeah so Jesse's still winning and Cody's going home. Got it. Cool. 
noted, but I feel like it's been a while since we've seen, or at least maybe I'm just forgetting people, but someone who is so good at the game. And so I hate to use the word sympathetic because I don't, I don't feel sympathy for him, but like I'm rooting for him in a way that I'm like, no, I actually really want you to win because A, you're the best and B, you seem as though you're most deserving. Now, am I aware that that's because that's the story we're being told? Yes, fully. But I think in this particular episode, he's made to look even better by the fact that like Cody's just a good sport. He's not gonna, at least that we saw now, maybe on the jury, but like he didn't throw a fit. He didn't say like, how could you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. Like he he stood up and they like had a hug and the music kind of like went quiet for a second and then swelled when they like shook hands and it made you like Jesse even more. So it's it's this combination of all these different aspects of his arc that's making him not be a villain, even though he's doing things that in a completely different context would be villainous and survivor. And if he's not the winner, what are we doing? If he's not the winner, what are we doing? It's just so good. I think the reason I like Jesse so much, because you know me, I'm not one to root for a man. It's just not my color wheel. Like, I can't do it. But I think the reason I'm so invested in him is because this, okay, I think I've figured it out. He's doing things that I don't think we've seen people do on Survivor in the past. Like, the way he thinks about getting people out are very creative. Like, the idea that he is going to use Cody's idol. Again, his circumstances are different than maybe we've ever seen, but he's able to manipulate situations and scenarios so that he's able to do very interesting ways of getting people out of the game. Like manipulating votes so that it sows discord. Like they wanted Carla to vote for Cass to like sow a break a divide between them. The fact that he then like he thought of that. Like he was like, well we could also just get her to vote differently than us because we have enough votes to send home Sammy. And that will drive a wedge that furthers my plan like down the road. It's just, I don't know. It's masterful. I'm so impressed with the way he thinks about this game. It's so different, I feel like, than anyone I've ever seen play this game. And like, I just, I don't see a scenario where he doesn't win. But if he doesn't, I need him to play with Sari. And I need them to be twinners. I just, I don't want someone to lose. I want them both to win. But I need him to play with some of these great players. Because again, I do think in this particular scenario he's so good but I also think some of his cohort are so bad so it's like it's kind of like when we were watching the challenge USA and Tyson was running circles around the challengers because it was like you don't know how to strategize you don't get it and so like it was annoying when Tyson fucking quit because it was like Jesus Christ Tyson it was right there for you and we're not talking about that but do you know what I mean like it was just like you're playing at a level above everybody else and so I want to know, are you actually this good? I truly think he is. I truly think he is. And I honestly, here's the problem. If he played again, they'd vote him out right away. They'd be like, that kid can't get farther. But that's why I need him to win right now. Like I need him to win this season because I need us to value people who can think about this game the way he does. I need this show to value that type of interesting play, that type of thinking about every possible scenario and using all of the scenarios, no matter who goes home to your own advantage. That's what makes good survivor. And so I think that's why I'm rooting for him more than anything else is like, you've made this game interesting in a season where I wanted to stop watching. You've made it interesting. So Jesse, I need you on the pod. Like I, 
I find him fascinating. I need to talk to him. My only question about this strategy is, could he have also done this? Okay, once he had the idol back in his possession, so he had both idols, couldn't he have just like, like, couldn't they have still voted Cody out without doing any of that? They wouldn't have flushed Carla's idol, but like they still had three, like they could still have Gabler, Owen, and either Cassidy or Jesse like vote for, like they could have still gotten Cody out. Right. So was it just that he needed to flush Carla's idol as well? Like, I don't really get the pudding. I think like, there he was wants one, Carla oh, no. to go next. Right. Uh, okay. And so if he wants Carla to go next, it's easier to manipulate that if she doesn't have an idol. Okay. Okay. So, so real like flushing the idol was almost, was like just as important, basically, maybe more important than like, actually, I mean, part of, part of me thinks yeah. maybe he did have doubts in Carla's ability to get more people to vote for Owen. Like mm. maybe he, maybe it was a double whammy of like, I want to flush the idol, but also what if she is smarter than I think? And everyone mm-hmm. else is lying to me. Like maybe there was a little bit of paranoia there. So I think while it was mainly to flush her idol, I like to think he might have been a little bit nervous. Yeah. Probably not though, but maybe. <laughs> I see. Because yeah, once I saw like, I mean, we're not even there yet, but once I saw the votes read, I was like, I mean, they could have still vote, all voted for Cody. Like it's one thing if Cody was holding the idol and just like played it, then it does backfire. But like if he still had his idol, you know, Cody could have been like, oh, can I get it back? But he could have said no. <laughs> so... Ah, uh, no, no. Just a thought, though. I think flushing the idol was an important piece to his plan. I think, obviously, the top goal, unfortunately, he was and he was wrestling with it. Was like, I think I got to take out Cody, but I do flush Carla's idol because he he's like, I know if I play an mm-hmm. idol, she's gonna get spoofed. She doesn't know the backstory that it's Cody's. She doesn't know that, but mm-hmm. she's gonna get spooked and play her. So exciting things ahead in next week's <laughs> finale. We've kind of talked about a lot of what actually made Tribal Council good. I just wanted to point out two things or one thing from Tribal Council. Thank you, Jeffrey, for doing your job. But I mentioned this last week. My friend Michael brought it up. Tribal councils are inherently boring because with shot in the dark, you can't be more specific because anybody could up and be like, I want shot in the dark. Oh, maybe I didn't mention this. Maybe I just texted you guys about this. But I think it's a very interesting theory of like, if you get too granular in the conversation, someone could just be like, I'm going to play my shot in the dark. And that completely fucks you up. So even if Jeff asks a good question, people are going to be vague and talk in metaphors because you don't want someone to play shot in the dark. So just get rid of shot in the dark. That being said, Jeff actually did his job because there was no shot in the dark. People were like, I'm going to do this. I just want to give an Emmy to Gabler, Owen, and Jesse for the acting, the acting that they did in this tribal council where they were like, we just gotta do what we gotta, like, we just had to hope that they listened and hopefully they, it's not us. We know it's one of us three. No, they didn't. As a viewer, I was like, they're bad actors. But as someone like in that situation, what I thought that really was what was going on. I thought it was very smart play. And Jesse was really a mouthpiece for it. He really was like, yeah, like that's what we had to do, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I think that also was reassuring Cody. Like it was, God, he's so good at it. That was really the only thing about tribal council that stood up to me because I was so anticipatory of like, 
is Jesse actually going to play it? So thoughts on tribal council. Just an LOL at Gabler saying, I think I'm pretty confident that I'll be here tomorrow. That's all. Well, also like just, man, the fact that Cody and Jesse were like sitting right next to each other and like, when Cody says, I'm 90% sure, you know, actually I'm 95 and like Cody or not Cody, Jesse kind of like laughed a little, but you could still, you could tell it's like, dang, I'm about to ruin this dude's life. <laughs> like He's just like, dang. And just the like, oh, uh, when he plays the, like imagine having to play or deciding to play your best friend in the game's idol and then sit back down. Well, first he gave a fist bump to Owen and then sit back down next to him and just feel his eyes on you <laughs> like I the Enneagram nine in me was like oh my gosh I can't breathe <laughs> like I cannot breathe I can't believe he just did that it was uh, when like Cody looked to him and then looked back and then Jesse looked at Cody but they yeah. didn't make eye contact they just like traded off <laughs> oh beautiful and then he's like really bro now the, my thing is when he said I'll explain later I was like when <laughs> at final tribal what he means is at final tribal when you get pissed and ask me a question at final tribal i will explain but also like cody's not a total idiot like i'm sure he understands like you don't need to explain like he gets it you did what you did to vote him out because you thought he might be like he he gets it let's let's cut him a little bit of slack because there's like nothing no explanation that like is going to make him feel better. Like it's still, you still chose to do it, which is fine. But like, oh man, I just, yeah. Like you, that's just, to, that is truly like a top notch player in my mind that you can just do that. Remember weeks ago when he was like, he felt bad voting out NECA. <laughs> He's a NECA, like a mom figure or something. Well, like, <laughs> was who sent the tweet this week? Was oh, it you, Stacey? Oh, where it was yeah. like, where Jesse literally one by one brought someone close to him and then got rid of them systematically from the Vessi tribe. Yeah, he voted out so many people that like were so close to him. And it's just like, but this was like the ultimate of all of them. And I think that tweet was really good. Hold on. I'm going to go back and find it in our text because they thought it was great. Okay. It said, this was from Shannon Gus or Gates. Okay. But it says, Justine trusted him as the swing vote. Neca was his island mom and close ally. Dwight was his island spouse and gave him an idol. Noel trusted him as the swing vote. Cody was his best friend and gave him an idol. Jesse's decimation of Vessi is next level. <laughs> Two people on that tribe ended up giving him idols. Two. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't, we'll talk in a second. I actually, I think Cody will be stung by it. But I think from a game perspective, he will respect it and still vote for Jesse unless he does like he feels very strongly. I feel like I saw something online of Cody basically being like, yeah, we all need the money. But from what we saw on the show, like Cody was there for the experience and he was doing what Jesse said he was not there for, which is like, I'm appreciative of my time. Like, obviously I wanted to win, but like, I am grateful for the days that I spent out here, which is exactly what Cody or um, what Jesse was saying is not his motivation so like it all kind of is as it should be that's true like I really think Jesse is playing with people who like are there for a different reason and that I I he has to come play with like Sandra I mean I don't know if Sandra will ever play again but like some of those top players because it would be amazing to watch but oh one other thing 
Dwight giving him that idol has really changed. Like that propelled his game as well. I mean, he's just so safe, like confident now. Like, I don't know if he realized what that would do for Jesse. (laughs) And here's the other thing though. I think the beauty of Jesse too is he's confident in the moves he's making, but it's not an outward confidence that shows up in how he either plays the game, talks to other players or presents himself in general. And I think that is a lesson we could all learn from Cody. If we want to play this or from, did I say Cody? LL. We could learn from Jesse as people go into this game. Um, apparently this is a Jesse only support um, show. So hashtag there are four other people still playing. Anyway, <laughs> RIP to the king of the island. Bye Cody. It was really tough to see you go. I cannot wait to see you showered on the jury next week. If they don't give them a walk-in at final tribal, I will riot. Anyway. Let's do a castaway of the week for this particular week's person, and then we'll make a prediction for the winner. So you can do both in the same breath. Anna, you're up first. I mean, prediction for the winner is Jesse. Like, uh, what are we doing? It's Jesse. But as far as castaway of the week goes, and I can elaborate on this when we talk about at the end of this episode our, our like more predictions for the finale. I'm picking Cassidy. She came in clutch with another individual immunity. I'm gonna be honest here. I don't know the definition of a dark horse, but is Cassidy a dark horse or is she playing well uh, enough and being noticed enough that she's just a regular horse in okay. this race? <laughs> like, For me, I think D- Gabler's the dark horse to win because he hasn't actually done anything. Okay. I think I just Cassidy, don't fully understand how, what, what it means is it to like, be a dark is horse. Is it like a gray horse? Or is like the Jesse is Jesse the dark horse because they don't know. We know, but they don't know. Anyway, I'm picking Cassidy <laughs> because yeah. What's like a lighter version of dark? Like she's not she's not like the head lead one, but like she she's it's murky. She's the murky. She's a, horse. she's a murky horse. But I actually think like when we were talking earlier about how Carlo used to be calm and collected and has kind of lost that, and like Owen is playing really calm, Jesse's playing pretty calm. Cassidy also I think is playing really calm. Like mm-hmm. even when she was getting like you did you use the word hot before? like hot like she was getting she's she's excitable but she's not like paranoid and she's not running around the island in a way that we've seen people do before where it's like ruining her game like she's just i think quite enthusiastic about the things that she wants to happen in a way that's not detrimental i use the word detrimental a lot this episode but i think she's playing really well and i was talking to my brother who likes Gabler and hates Cassidy and I was like I don't understand how those are flipped because I feel the opposite but I'm picking Cassidy yay Cassidy who I picked from the start true never forget I'll never forget I've had so many conversations this week about who could win this game I guarantee that it can't be Gabler I can't guarantee shit but Gabler can't win I actually think the other four have an argument at final tribal I Mm -hmm. I do not think Gabler has an argument it will just come off as this was all an accident. <laughs> so I, I, the winner pick is really hard for me. I do think it's going to be Jesse. I mean, here's the thing. I think I'm going to do similar. I'm going to maybe do the same thing as you, Anna, because I do think, I think the most likely other person to beat Jesse is actually Cassidy. I think her edit is like very much like I'm getting more and more in control. And if an, I can continue to have immunity wins, she has an argument that I think would get her a win, to be perfectly honest. I cannot go and say that I think she's actually going to win, but I think she has a very strong chance, especially if she can win immunities to get into final tribal. I feel like we'll talk about fire in our 
like predictions during rapid fire. But I think that also could come into play here and could have a big effect on how this all shakes out. But I am going to give it to Cassie because she, it was a do or die situation. It was going to be her or Carla if she hadn't won immunity. So that's the whole reason that things got fucked up with Cody and Jesse is because Cassidy won immunity. Like, I actually don't think we would have had the rest of this happen. I think Cody and Jesse would have stuck together and split the votes. So I think she actually was the reason all of this went down. Stace, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to start with the castaway of the week because it's also Cassidy. (laughs) And it's the same reason I do like her winning. I think her winning has multiple times like ruined the plan and mm-hmm. made some chaos happen. So I, w- I would rather do like, who do I think is the final three? Because <laughs> I just feel like we all think just like, we Jess all think Jesse's going to win. At this point would be like shocking. I mean, something wild has to happen for him to not be there. But if I had to pick a top three or a final three. Well, wait, pause. Stacey, do you want to do final three predictions in our rapid fire for like what's going to go down in episode 13? Love this idea. Love this idea. (laughs) We'll play. We'll play some scenarios really quickly. Let's do our fans have spoken. This is a call to action. Put up two question boxes and I got no responses and my heart really hurt. That being said, I do. And so like next week is the finale. Maybe we should, you know, watch live, put up question boxes in the Instagram during the live viewing of the finale. If you'd be down, give us a little like thumbs up, something on the Insta, but I would love to be able to like hear your thoughts in real time. So maybe we'll do like a live sort of update since we'll, I think we're all going to be watching live. I have to figure out how I'm going to watch live. So I can't watch live. I'm devastated. Oh, right. Anna's not, but maybe me it's and also Stacey. like three hours because I think we're also, it's three hours apparently. <laughs> Yeah, oh, was it another weird reunion it? thing after a pizza reunion. party? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait don't you have Paramount Plus? Can that's you not, can you, you can watch live on Paramount Plus? Yeah, that's what I've always oh. watched on. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Because <laughs> you can like watch CBS live. It's really surprising how cheap it is when you can watch CBS Oh my God, live. amazing. Okay, <laughs> Stacey, I will be watching live with you. We'd love to like do a little live chat with you guys. So feel free to send us thoughts during the finale on Wednesday. Stacey and I will be watching live and I will be avoiding our Instagram like the plague. So you won't get any responses from her, but me and Stacey will be in the DMs, maybe on the story if we get crazy. And then, so we didn't have any fans have spoken this week. I will say I need to issue a correction for our fans have spoken from last week from the llamas. Sincere apologies to Caleb. I fully butchered his beautiful thought about the beware advantage making the idols too obvious um i straight up talked about knowledge is power instead of the beware advantage so it's really a shaming it's a public flogging of me um for not reading carefully i still agree with you i think the beware advantage does make the idols obvious we kind of thought it wouldn't but because you would do involve other people and like tell them you didn't have a vote because of this like it just too much information was spread and it made idols too obvious so I'm sorry, Caleb, for butchering your beautiful words the first time around. Our only real fans of Spoken came from Jesse. If you've been following along, me and Anna do not have to pay Stacy money because Cody will not win the win. Will not win, um, unfortunately. Let's vibe check Jeff and then we'll do our rapid fires. Oh, I'm first. He honestly had a pretty tame episode because it was mostly about the actual players, a concept. But I had a few. This is the one I'm going with. We already kind of mentioned it, but he goes, Jesse, the only person yet to win an immunity immunity challenge in dead last, like loudly, aggressively, excuse me, reminding us that Jesse has never won. And then when Jesse ended up being the first one to get his key, he goes, wow, 
turned that one around and I was like, I got it from last to first. And I was like, shut up, Jeff. Stacey, it's your turn. I've checked Jeff. Mine I mentioned earlier, just like when Carla was explaining the hand thing, I just feel like he was like trying to make it into a moment or something. It's like, wow, Carla's had hand issues this whole time. Like, I think he just didn't really know what was happening, <laughs> but he always feels a need to like narrate the challenge. So he just said, so- she basically repeated what she just said. So that was mine. Anna? Mine has to be at the reward challenge when he refers to the sanctuary as, quote, the place where good things happen, end quote. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Let's not call it that. Also, it was sad the first time, and it was even sadder when you were like, and you're going back, back to the sanctuary for a worse reward. Congratulations. The place yeah, where good things happen. Overnight early. You can't do the overnight first, and then be like, now you can have coffee. Like, that's not. And that's I bet they fair. go back in the finale. I bet it's like whoever wins final, whatever, gets an overnight and like chicken and rice. Yeah. A full meal. Um, sure. Can we just quickly vibe check the editors for the use of the O Fortuna knockoff song as they walked into the immunity challenge? We didn't discuss it when the immunity challenge happened, but I had a lot of feelings about that use of that song. And I feel based on your face that you did as well. Not for that, but mine was for the music cue that is the soft Spanish guitar when Carla is like, it's going to be a telenovela and then proceeds to poorly fake cry. And they just have that like soft guitar in the honestly who's the music editor they need a raise incredible it was wild okay rapid fire we had a silly hanging puzzle this week it was a bat that was the first time we've ever seen it normally it's a fish what do you prefer fish or bat easy question easy answer stacy you're first i'd say fish i don't need to see it a bat <laughs> like i just don't need a bat in my life so fish anna rapid fire fish or bat neither i like a flat puzzle but wow. fish wow you literally avoided the question loki i was into the bat i thought he was so cute i can't believe you guys picked fish i really thought this was gonna go bats forever okay in the great tradition of sending men home who were just there for comedic relief cody was a little bit there for strategy but mostly for comedic relief r.i.p to the king of idaho slash hawaii um what's your favorite moment slash quote from one cody of Survivor season 43. Anna, you can go first. Not the king of Idaho slash Hawaii. <laughs> um, it's gotta be when he showed his butt tattoo. Like <laughs> from the jump. It's gotta be. Hashtag living. And he just he just pulled his pants down and showed us a cheek. It's great. It doesn't get better than that. I love Cody. Uh, I followed him from my personal Instagram. That's <laughs> how you know it's real. Oh my gosh. Stacy, Cody moment. I think just the very first time he said L-I-V-I-N, living, like, and I just thought, what, who is this? What's happening? I'd say that was my favorite moment. I just found in my notes, this is not the one I was going to use, but apparently at one point he said, <laughs> we're going to have to cut someone from the Ohana. <laughs> like the family, like, what is this Lilo and Stitch? Also, it feels problematic that I called him the king of Hawaii when he is not a native of Hawaii. Um, my apologies to the Hawaii listeners. It has to be last, no, two weeks ago. When was the, I have to hold my nose and like get waterboarded by Jeff challenge. Was that last week? Yeah. No. Wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is my favorite thing Cody said all season. <laughs> I didn't bring it up last week. Cause I was like, <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to save it for this, but he said, they're going to grow gills before long. Oh <laughs> and I 
cackled. And it was the way he said it. He was like, they're going to go grow gills if they're down there much longer. And I screamed. I thought it was the funniest thing that anyone's ever said. So there it is. All right, fam. We had a loss of a bromance this episode. A full friendship forged in the fires of Survivor. Jesse and Cody went down in flames in this episode. So in honor of them, who's the best bromance in Survivor history? Anna, you ready? I have so many. I might have to go last. Okay. <laughs> Stacey, you're up. Okay. I mean, really the first one that came to my mind, but it probably is my favorite, would be Wendell and Dom. <gasps> it never has a never has someone just looked at their bromance partner with that much love <laughs> oh they did love each other so much like they got a portrait from jeff so they win i mean was that a portrait well a photo they got a blown yes. up photo <laughs> oh you know what i was thinking of i was thinking of the time jeff drew something but this is better oh, no 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 just no, no, no. The i remember reunion. the yeah. like the like photo yes 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 okay best bromance in survivor history God, Anna, you're right. There are so many. I think, would we call Tyson and Coach one? Yes. Yeah, I think that has to be who I have to pick, right? Like, that's so on brand for me. That has to be who I pick. I will say, though, honorable mention, JT and Fishback. Honorable mention, JT and Fishback. Anna. Okay. You got to pick. So at first I was like, it's got to be Ian and Tom from Palau. But then I thought more about it. Ian and I was and like, Tom, that's kind so of Anna. honorable mention to Jeremy Collins and Keith. <gasps> Great bromance. I unexpected. Fucked up. I fucked up. Ty and Mark the Chicken. <laughs> wow. Great romance. But my real answer is Earl and Yao Man. Aww. OG. Oh, Earl incredible combo. Man. Incredible team. <sighs> Great season. So that I think, I think, I think if I had to pick one, that's it. Wow. But so many good ones. Was that a fun question? I really I liked, liked that. I was thinking about it. Okay. If you have a favorite bromance that we did not mention, you must DM us. We need to hear. Um, and then let's quickly predict what we think is going to happen in episode 13. It could be a prediction for the final three, Stacey. Could be a prediction for fire. What's going to go down? What do you guys think? And we can kind of just like vamp together. I feel like this is the easiest way to do this. But what do you think is going to happen? I've gone through many a scenario in my head. I honestly... Anna, ever since she planted the seed that Carla is going to lose in fire. Which again, there was another seed this episode because she had a, oh like, my God, which one? Again, like a direct to camera thing of like something cocky of like, and I'm going to be in the final four. And I was like, yeah, and you're going to be out. You're going to be out at the final four. You will make it to the final four and you will be out in fire making. Mark my words. Yeah. Who? Do, okay. Okay. So who do we think? This is what I've been doing. I've been playing scenarios in my head. I low-key think. If Jesse can win final immunity, because we know he's going to be in four because he has an idol. So if Jesse can win final immunity, I think he brings Owen with him and then puts Gabler against someone to do fire. Because I think I think Gabler's good at fire. I think Gabler can make fire. I was talking to my friend Michael, another shout out. I was talking to him and he thinks because he was trying to figure out like who's going to win in fire. And I said, it depends on who wins the final immunity, because what they're going to do is I think they're going to have to try and get out Jesse. That's your last opportunity. If Jesse doesn't win that immunity to try and get out Jesse. And so we were talking and he's like, so who do you put up against Jesse? And I was like, it depends on how good Jesse is at fire. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, you, if Jesse's shit at fire, it doesn't matter who goes against him. But if Jesse is, you know, medium to good at fire, they're probably going to have to put Gabler up against him 
because that's their best shot to get him out. And he was like, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. I was thinking about like, who is just going to be in it in general. Like you have to, you have to think strategically about who you put against who, depending on the outcome you want from the fire challenge, which is why I just, that's why I'm a little bit like, I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. Stacey, you were saying you wanted to I tell mean, us who's your final three. Who do you want? It to would be? be very shot. Like it'd be amazing for them if Jesse loses in fire. Like I, like I'm not that there's no, no reason to believe really that Jesse will win the final immunity. I think it's going to be Cassidy or Owen that wins. The I agree. Final. I agree. So like, if they do put him up to fire and he loses, dang, that's, <laughs> that's a wild, but my actual, like what I, I'm not sure how they will get here, but who I think the final three will be is Cassidy, Owen and Jesse. That's what I think. So if Carl, maybe, I don't know, I guess I don't like, I don't, I don't actually think Gabler's going to be there and I don't think I don't. Carl- to be there i think you guys are forgetting a very <gasps> fundamental fact which what? is that gabler's already won an immunity that's and it was true. an immunity that was who can hold this thing the longest that's true which is highly likely that that could be the final oh. immunity challenge i can see a scenario where gabler wins final immunity because he's in he's in my final three my final three is jesse cassidy gabler who were also as I mentioned, the team in the reward challenge this episode. Mm-hmm. I think Carla's going out at fire making. I think who do you think Cassidy, she's going to go out against in fire making? I think if I think Owen's going out final five, like Owen is first out this episode. And then Ooh, I think, okay, I don't know how and maybe not. Mm-hmm. If not Owen, maybe Cassidy, but I think Owen's going out first. It has and to be then, one of the challenge threats. One of them has to go home at five. Yeah. I agree. And then I think. If Gabler wins final immunity, he takes Jesse, thereby putting Carla versus Cassidy in fire making. Because I don't think Gabler's smart enough not to bring Jesse to the final. (laughs) But if Cassidy wins final immunity, she's smart enough not to bring Jesse. She brings Gabler, puts Carla and Jesse up against each other, Mm. and Carla loses fire making. Any scenario, Carla is losing fire making for me. And then in the event that Jesse wins final immunity, which I don't think is going to happen, he brings Gabler, thereby putting Cassidy and Carla into fire making. Guys, I just have to put out there, I think Jesse is losing on purpose. Like not like just like not putting full effort in. I hope so, because that would be great. I low-key think he's gonna win an immunity challenge. I don't know why. I have a gut, it's like a gut feeling. I don't have anything really to go off. I'm just like How was he back in tribal immunity? I don't remember. He was like fine. That's the thing. He's never been the weakest link. And he's never been the strongest league. I think he is just like a steady, steady human. But also, don't they usually do like one more chance to get an advantage for the last immunity? Like what if if Owen gets it and it's enough that he wins, you know, Mm. and like that Mm. could throw a wrench into it. Hopefully Gabler doesn't get it. Here's the thing. I kind (laughs) of low-key think the guys are sticking together. I Mm. think if a guy wins final immunity, Jesse's in final tribal. I do. Stacey, he has Owen such good relationships not... with everybody. No, <laughs> no Stacy, he has such good relationships with everybody. I, w- what I said earlier in this episode, I will stand by. I actively don't know if what he just did to Cody is going to affect his relationships with the people still in the game. That is so interesting. Cause so the, the llama, speaking of Caleb, who we gave an apology to earlier, he was saying like, he's not actually sure this was a good move for Jesse. Like it was impressive, but he was like, I mean, you're, enemy number one now though like nobody can say that they want to be in the end with you now (laughs) 
see, I don't know. I actually don't think that they're smart enough to do that. Also, it doesn't matter because he can just win or he yeah, has another like, idol and then yeah. fire making it's in his own hands. Like it's yeah. not really up to them at this point. Oh, God. So realistically, the only the only thing hap- that keeps him out of final tribal is his ability to make fire. But we have seen no edit of him being able to do fire or not. So I cannot speak on that. I mean, you think he'd be pretty like resourceful and scrappy. He seems resourceful. Yeah. I'm not worried about him making fire, but there's been no edit of him ever doing and it or was anything he else. The one? Because who was it that was starting to say like, well, uh, Sammy's pretty good at this. Like we need to think about that. Was it him? Because if so, like, is he nervous about fire? I think no, that I think was, was Cody because that was the moment when it cut to Carla and she was making a face and I was yeah, like, yeah, it was Cody who brought it up. Again, oh. Jesse plays a lot of things close to the vest. I wouldn't be surprised if he can immediately make fire with Flint. But also just like the biggest lull if like someone does bring him to the final three. Yeah. Like, like but you know, I who could would, see that you happening. know who would bring him? Gabler. Gabler brought him to the floor. Like yeah, I he signed his own very $65,000 check. <laughs> yeah, Gabler or signed a $65,000 check, not a million. Or Gabler wins and puts himself in fire making for who knows why. To be like, <laughs> I need like, something. I don't have any big moves. I have to do it's it. It's giving Chris Underwood. It could work for him, kind he of. He was at edge of extinction the whole time. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this is going to be wild. Like I'm excited. <laughs> there's a lot of possibility. Yeah. And I'm very excited. This is the stuff I don't want spoiled. Like, yeah, I don't care so, if the winner is spoiled, but home. like, I, I have to know how it You got to watch when you get home. It's not even going to be fully over when you get home, Anna. If it's a three hour horrifying. The show is come from away is so so short. It's so short. Like you will get home and there will still be an hour left in the episode. Mm -hmm. Because we're eating before, not after. So we're going to go. See? Oh my goodness. I can't wait till Wednesday now. Oh my God. That is the first time we've said that all season. For a season that like most of the time we're just like, what is this? At least we're like anticipating the finale. So this is how they were. Also, I'm a little bit like, let's get it over with. (laughs) Let's say goodbye to this season. It's been kind of long. It has. It has. And with that, we out fam. See you at the finale. Me and Stacey will be watching live. So we'll do like some fun interaction on stories, et cetera. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.